On this episode of Photo Work, we interview Storm Santos, an LA-based celebrity photographer whose works have shown up in such magazines as GQ and Esquire, and he's shot the likes of Nick Kroll. Storm talks about his secrets of how he's able to connect with his celebrity clients so quickly. Plus, he's got a fun little bulldog that joins us on our set. It's a lot of fun. Enjoy. Thanks for being here. Yeah, what's up, guys? How yeah. are you guys? We wanted to start things off with your story, telling us how you went from not doing photography to being full-time amazing celebrity portrait photographer. Getting paid. We're gonna be here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think it's like kind of everyone's story. I mean, I grew up here in Los Angeles, which is everyone's like, oh my god, you grew up here? Like, you're automatically in the industry. I'm like, no. <laughs> I grew up like 10, 15 minutes outside of downtown. Okay. And like, I kind of didn't even realize that I lived in like Los Angeles until I was like 13, 14, 15, and like, oh, 20 minutes away is where they make every movie that I go watch, you know what I mean? So I didn't really understand that like, you could have a job in like the creative field. I, I, I've been playing guitar since I was seven, so that was like my whole goal was to be a musician my whole life, and that's you. Those are like one of the top three hardest industries to break into. And I got really lucky, like meeting a lot of friends and like, playing music and touring and doing other things, so that was really cool. Um, and you get tired of doing the same thing and tired of being on the road and doing music. So I always had a camera in my hands and kind of always done that. And then I was like, oh, I should probably like have a degree and go to college and do that thing because no one in my family has ever graduated from college. So that was like kind of a goal. Like be the one who like went to school and college thing. And I thought I was gonna work in movies and do all that. So like after I stopped storing, I ended up getting a job at YouTube, like their production studios and working there for like a year. And it kinda wasn't for me. It's kinda like the same kind of nine to five, kinda having someone to tell you what to shoot, when to shoot, how to shoot it, where to shoot it. And I got to meet like a lot of cool people, made some good friends, but it just kinda wasn't for me. So I ended up getting a job shooting for Nike, like my first like freelance job. While I was in college, and I was just like, they handed me a check for a good amount of money, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do that for now. <laughs> Little did I know, that doesn't happen every week. <laughs> so, I kicked my own ass, and being like, oh man, why am I not getting these Nike jobs every week? <laughs> so you just kind of like grind and grind and grind and grind and grind, and kind of like the Sparknotes version of it, it's like, here we are. How many years was that from college and doing music and then YouTube into where we are in your studio today. 10 years, 18, yeah. So yeah, the 10-year overnight success. 10 year, yeah. 10 year overnight success. And I feel like it's still, like, I still every single day, like, find myself being, I need to do this, I want to do this, I need to, and it's always, like, I feel like if you stop and you're happy and you're like, I did it, then you're not. You're definitely, you're done. Yeah, it's, it, it never, for me, I don't think it'll ever stop. I'm always going to want more and want to do more and, Never feel like I've accomplished enough. And I feel it's like a pro and a con. It's catch twenty two. So you'll yeah. be working forever and never be satisfied, but then you'll never be bored. Always okay. have a love of photography. I think I always like to just create things in general, and it was kind of like the only thing I never really got into was like painting. I like to draw and I like to do those kind of things. So any way I can like not have a boss, I was like, how can I make money and support myself, <laughs> not have a boss in an office? And like I had jobs in between that I worked at. Between them, right? Certain things, but I hated those things. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I can drop off. UBU. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I just, anyway, I could create and do that, and 
Pose was always cool. I always liked the, the actual technical thing of like you gotta freeze time. I don't know. That was always a cool thing. Thinking about it in like the fairy tale sense. It was yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. From Nike to yeah, yeah, where you are now, yeah. kind of fill a little bit more of those gaps. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. I was just saying that it's like it's a grind for a long time. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. It's just nonstop, and it's like every job, or not job, but like the path of people's lives is like a wave, and you can't really ever plan it out. Like, I'm going to be this person in three years. I think, I don't know, I think it's good to have those goals, but I think sometimes it's like, it puts people in a box, and I kind of hate that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like, cool, I, I live it by like, what kind of fire can I put out today, and not try to like, put them yeah. out in three years. Like, I would lose my mind if I tried to stick to five-year goal like, that's not me couldn't do it couldn't do it was there ever a time where you thought you were you were gonna quit or you were gonna give up oh all the time i feel like like last week <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, i feel like without those days without failure like the successes don't mean that much that sounds like i just read it off of like someone's mom's wall <laughs> i think it, it has so much like validity in it and it's like if you are only winning, winning, winning the day that you don't win, it's like you just fucking blow your brains out. Like, yeah, it's like I feel like having so much failure early on. Mm -hmm. I still have failure today. Like, there are sometimes when you just don't get the gig that you want, and like that's okay. Like, you'll get there. I feel like everyone, if you work your ass off and you're a cool person and like you're nice and cool to be around, like it'll follow. Don't sweat the small stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't even sweat the big stuff. Learn from it. That's what I do. Yeah. What do you love most about being a celebrity portrait photographer? Yeah, I think like what we were talking about when we were shooting, it's kind of like, I really fell in love with like those people's passions. Like they're so excited about what they do. Mm -hmm. Like it not being just like an actor or a musician or whatever, whoever has some type of status. It's like they got there because they're like so good at what they do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like bouncing those energies off seeing someone who's like successful in their own right being still passionate and still love what they do like that gets me like so jazzed and that's where I started to like I started to like move away from doing a lot of like the more fashion stuff it's just because it was just like cool let's do it let's shoot it this is what we need to shoot the product on blah 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 and let's move on with our lives mm -hmm. I, I personally wanted to create images that would last 10 20 years not 10 months and I thought that was like I want to look people look back at like this person Google them whatever find my image and be like oh shit like that's so cool yeah. I wanted st stuff to last longer mm -hmm. than a season so mm -hmm. that was like a good transition and that's what gets me jazzed is being like hopefully these images stick around mm -hmm. you look at like Peter Lindbergh and like all mm -hmm. these cool photographers like just, their images are iconic and they're timeless your work is very energetic mm -hmm. and full of emotion and I wanted you to talk about how you accomplish this, especially with some people who um, may be kind of guarded or they have a lot, you know, they have, you know, people around them. How are you able to break down those walls? Right, yeah. I mean, you always have like publicists mm -hmm. or an agent on set mm -hmm. or like all kinds of things. There's a lot of things going on. And um, I think a lot of the, the technique that I use when people first walk into the studio, it's like, if the time allows, I like to like not immediately start getting them into the chair to like start doing makeup or I like to be like, hey, let's get coffee and like we'll stand right here in the kitchen of the studio and just like try to chat if I can get a little bit out of them. It's like 
it's like a it's like speed round dating, but like for getting to know the people that you're going to be shooting. Because if they can like get a little bit of who who you are and who they you get to know who they are outside of just like the show or the thing that they're working on at the time, I think that's a good a good jumping off point to like now you can like have a conversation while you're shooting. And I feel like a lot of the things I do is I just talk while we're shooting and just shoot around that. I don't really try to have them be like, okay, do this, hold it, freeze it, because then it just, it looks fake. And people will call, when people see unauthentic shit, they will call you out on it. And I feel like those types of images, when you get to see realism, mm -hmm. it's like, that's what resonates with people. Mm -hmm. People love to call out your bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. The internet has made it a great place at a great time as well. Is there a benefit to that? Has it like honed you as a photographer? Yeah, and I think when I was doing a lot of fashion stuff early on, it's like I had very like not fabricated, but like very like molded shots that were just like, okay, we're doing this, don't move all that. And like I could see like fall-offs happen in that things, and I was just like, okay, it's not resonating as much anymore versus and then when I started just doing more authentic in the moment stuff, it's that's when it really started to like have a more upswing and like people liking things, which is I noticed, which is good. I mean, you guys shoot too, so you, I mean, you guys see that too. When it, when yeah. it looks fake, mm -hmm. yeah. it's fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. And you shoot those images, and you have them. It's okay. We got paid. Yeah, you got paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever had a time where you weren't able to break down the walls? Oh, yes, 100%. And those are the days you just got to, like, roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get upset. Mm -hmm. They're there. Everyone's there for a reason. And, like, just do it. Mm -hmm. Don't get upset that, like, I had sometimes, like, especially when people that you're like, oh, I love what they work on. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited. And they're just kind of like, nah, not happening today. I just want to get in and out. It's like, don't take it personal. Mm -hmm. They don't care. You mm -hmm. shouldn't care either. Mm -hmm. Just, like, try to get the best shot you can do. And don't be afraid to ask them to do what you need them to do because yeah. they're there they're gonna work and ultimately it's for them at the end of the day you know what I mean it's not for you it's you want them to look good so it's like if they want to put the energy out into the world you hope they put it right but just roll with the punches that's what I always say yeah I mean I've had people be like oh you have eight minutes I'm like oh cool so you just try to have everything set up for the moment they walk on set and then mm -hmm. fire away it's like literally just keep shooting until they say okay we are walking away from you now <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Does that mean it's like one light setup, one background, and that's it? Sometimes we'll just build multiple setups. Oh, and so just, just move. Like move, 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 so that you can just like do it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, next week we're shooting like someone pretty big, mm -hmm. and we have them for like two hours to do a lot. Mm. So it, two hours sounds like oh that's a lot of time, but it's like with getting ready, we're shooting on a helicopter pad in West Hollywood. It's like it's gonna be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> What is your job actually like versus what people think you do? Sitting at that computer a lot right there. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting is like 20% of it. The rest mm -hmm. of it's emailing, retouching, mm -hmm. talking to people, how to get the job done. Um, there is some cool, I've got a lot of cool perks from it. Like I went to like Infinity War premiere this year and mm. got invited out to go to that red carpet. So there are like some cool things, but a lot of it is like you're in the studio by yourself, looking over images, and three times a week you get to shoot someone cool for an hour or two, so. Yeah.
Can you talk about how you got representation? So how I like ended up jumping on board with them is, uh, yeah, I was shooting tons of men, and I became pretty good friends with like the men's agent mm -hmm. there. And we just like were getting coffee one day, mm -hmm. and she was like, she was like, hey, like who represents you? Like I never talked to your agent. And I was like, oh, I don't have an agent. She's like, what? She's like, let me get you in touch with our artist agent. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, that'd be great. I didn't think anything was gonna come of it. I had a meeting, my agent's name's Chelsea, and um, we met, and she was like, I love your work, this is cool. And then like three days later, she's like, hey, do you want a contract? And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, so, why not? Can you talk about the pros and cons of being like representation? I know some photographers, they get a rep, and then they leave a rep kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I just think like, I think, expectations play a role into I think a lot of people think that like once you get an agent like I don't work anymore like, <laughs> I don't have to do anything anymore they do everything for me I just show up and take photos and I feel like that is where people's expectations fuck them over like they just yeah. they think that they don't have to do the work still. and when I started with my agent and I told her I was like I'm still a control freak like I will still email still talk to mm -hmm. client I feel like that's the con part for me, it's like, hey, we're putting you up for this job. And I'm like, cool, put me on the CC. And they're like, we got it. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you guys are going to handle it. Okay, cool. I'll just see what happens until I book it or don't book it. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's those things. It's like letting go is the con part. Mm -hmm. um, the pro part is like sometimes you don't have to do anything or like you don't have to talk about the pro part with me is like I don't have to talk about with money mm -hmm. anymore with clients. and you don't become the person like, oh, he's negotiating, he's the negotiator. Mm -hmm. When they end up on set, they yeah. still have that idea in their head about you. Mm. But at the end of the day, when your agent negotiates the rate for you, you're on set and you're just the person who's like creating the things and that's awesome. Yeah. So there's like pros and cons and all. It's the more business side than the actual like photo part. And I think like people like leave their agents, it's like obviously the expectations and it's like finding someone who like has the same path that you want to be on. I feel like that's that's pretty valuable. Just kind of like setting clear goals to your agent and yourself, and that you guys are on the same page. Because when someone gets off the same page, that's when things start to derail. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. It's like, oh, I want to shoot studio, and they're like, cool. Do you want to do swim outside at the beach? And you're just kind of like, oh no. Transparency in this industry is everything. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just like. Tell me one. You don't need to hurt anyone's feelings. Like no one's that sensitive. Mm -hmm. I hope. Right. I, I haven't had that problem. So mm -hmm. be blunt and just tell them what you want. And there you go. And you'll deal with it later. I'd rather deal with it now than later. Thanks for watching this interview with Storm Santos. Tune in for part two, where we talk about how to get to do what he does, as well as many other interesting subjects. We'll see you next time. <laughs>